And the follow continues in a cyber attack that's affected IT for Minneapolis public schools and apparently has exposed student and staff data, including email and home addresses. First, hackers shut down district systems for more than a week, and now a hacker group called the Medusa Media Team has taken responsibility for the event, posting data from students and employees online. How often are schools the target of a data breach like this? Mark Kleierlieber is an investigative reporter for The 74, an online news site focused on education. Mark, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me on. Minneapolis Public Schools has continued to call this an encryption event called Medusa, a threat actor. I mean, the language is not very descriptive. It's pretty vague. From where you sit, is it accurate to say this was a cybersecurity or ransomware attack by a hacker? You know, at this point, all signs uh, point to, uh, yeah, correct, this being being a ransomware attack. So certainly uh, the Minneapolis School District has... Uh, used um, the phrasing encryption event, which uh, cybersecurity experts are are saying. You know, maybe the district coined that term. It's not something that they've they've previously uh, heard as a description for for attacks like this. But but all all signs point to yeah, um, the Medusa ransomware uh, group um, conducting what's called double extortion on the school district, downloading data. Uh, locking the district out of systems and threatening uh, to release that data on the dark web if they don't pay what is appears to be a million-dollar ransom. Oh, okay, so I was going to ask you, do we know if a ransom has been demanded of the Minneapolis public schools? We haven't really heard that. Yeah, so um, if you, uh, you know, right on the uh, Medusa Group's um, dark web uh, leak site, their blog, they, ha- they have a ticker, um, and it's counting down... Uh, from now until next Friday, um, so you, with a one million dollar price tag. So basically, if you pay a million dollars in Bitcoin, uh, uh, if the school district wants to pay a million dollars in Bitcoin between now and uh, March seventeenth, that the data can be deleted and not, you know, uploaded to the dark web for anybody to download. Or, you know, other people who might be interested in that uh, data can, you know, the group is giving them an opportunity uh, to, to also spend a million dollars to basically beat uh, the school district to the punch. Say, remind folks about ransomware, a ransomware attack. How does this type of attack work, broadly speaking? Yeah, uh, broadly speaking, uh, so the idea being that um, a a threat actor, a a ransomware gang, um, infiltrates into a school or a business or a hospital's uh, computer systems. They, um, you know, they they exploit vulnerabilities within a school system. uh, And and how this kind of ransomware attack works is they then lock um, the, the data, the school's data behind an encryption key and say, hey, give me, you know, a million dollars and we'll unlock this data. Uh, and you'll be able to access it again. But there's also another layer. It's double extortion, right? They, they in the last few years, have been tacking on uh, another threat. Oh, and also, by the way, if you don't give us that money, uh, we'll post um, the sensitive information on a dark web leak site, which, uh, you know, can make its way to, to uh, marketplaces where, where people sell, um, you know, all kinds of shady shenanigans, uh, you know, like, like uh, passports and social security cards. So, so there's certainly some risk for identity theft here, risk for embarrassment, uh, and all kinds of, you know, public harm for, for victims with, without any recourse for having their information removed from the Internet. 
We were doing a little research here today. Looks like at least 11 U.S. school districts, including some 350 schools, have been hit by ransomware this year. I guess some folks might say, well, gosh, why would they target a school district? You know, what is that a target-rich environment or what? Well, you know, it's it's really interesting because, you know, I I would say that, you know, historically you think about large organizations being... um, uh, you know, the victims uh, of ransomware attack because they have access to, to you know, you know, a bank ha- might have more money, but uh, a school district or a hospital presents um, these threat actors with a, a, you know, an interesting opportunity, you know, public institutions like schools, they don't have the same level of cybersecurity protections that, you know, um, a federal law enforcement agency might have or, or a corporate uh, company might have. So, so, so generally schools have weaker cybersecurity protections. And they're also sitting on an increasingly large amount of data about students, about uh, employees. And so, so there's a lot of information about thousands of people uh, that could be really highly sensitive um, uh, that, that ransomware actors can, can exploit to, to try to leverage, uh, you know, a demand for cash. And in, in the Los Angeles Unified School District, for example, I recently uncovered thousands of students, uh, you, you know, confidential and highly sensitive psychological evaluations uh, published to the dark web. So uh, for, for those victims, you know, this has a pretty significant, serious cost. Wow. It, what group took uh, responsibility for that? Yeah, that was another group that's called uh, Vice Society. And um, Vice Society is one of the ransomware groups. They're, they're a Russian-speaking group. Um, and they're, they're one of the groups that has been uh, particularly known in the last few years of targeting schools and hospitals. So uh, parents and students in the district and staffers have been told to change passwords. I mean, is, at this point, does that help at all? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that at this point, you know, the, the best recourse that, that um, uh, you know, parents and educators and, and students really have is to really look at uh, bolstering your own security, you know, protections. You know, don't reuse the same passwords, you know, maybe implement a password manager, uh, two-factor authentication. Yeah, I mean, this is really uh, a wake-up call for people to really shore up their own uh you know, digital security protections. So what happens next? I mean, once a district, and you reported on the L.A. school district, which, boy, that is, that's frightening. Um, once a district is hit, uh, what happens? Can there be, can there be um, long-term ramifications? Can they, how can they clean up this mess? I mean, you're right. There, there are going to be long-term ramifications. I think, you know, in, uh, we'll use Los Angeles as an example. I think, um, you know, the school district refused to to pay an undisclosed um, ransom demand, right? And as a result, had a large trove, about 500 gigs of its records posted on uh, on a dark web leak site. I mean, at this point, there's, you know, the gang has moved on to other targets. You know, I would say that they probably considered that a, a bit of a defeat for them because okay, hey, we didn't we didn't get the money that we wanted. So hey, here's the stuff. We've posted it on the web you know, other cyber criminals can do with it what they want, and we're just going to move on. Now, you know, for the long-term ramifications for families, yeah, I mean, these dark, there there really is, uh, it's difficult for, um, you know, any of these dark web leak sites to to be taken down in a way, you know, it's not like you can request, like, 
the removal of information from Facebook. These are uh, these are not exactly the, the same kinds of websites. So so yeah, like school employees and students who've had their information leaked onto the dark web, they really don't have very much um, that they can do to you know get it removed. And because many districts are dealing with uh, financial shortfalls, I'm wondering just about do they have the money to bolster their cybersecurity moving forward? You know, that's that's exactly the the, the dilemma that uh, that many schools are in, right? Um, there there have been calls, you know, at the federal level certainly for law. You know, um, federal law enforcement officials have really marked. Um, you know, ransomware threat actors as a, a priority for them to target in the next year, uh, given the impact that it's had on the education sector and on, uh, you know, other companies and hospitals. Um, but you're right, like the, the school districts are really in a tough place here where they're being, you know, asked to, to have high end um, cybersecurity protections to, to, you know, to adequately protect the large trove of records and information that they have. But yeah, schools are not, you know, um, flowing with cash. So so it really does pre- present a challenge for them. Mark, I appreciate your reporting on this and thank you for joining us. Thank you. Mark Kyer-Lieber is an investigative reporter for The 74. That's an online news site focused on education.